Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Sad Bitch Club Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Trev, for your service. <laughs> um, hi, welcome back. It's Caitlin. Uh, this is Rachel. It's meeting 38. Trev said that. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow, I got real messed up not doing the normal thing. Um, and we have a very special guest. Um, my mom. Hello, it's Michelle, aka the mom. Oh yeah, her name is Michelle. Isn't there a song like Michelle, Michelle? Something. Yeah, the Beatles, Michelle, my bell, something, something, something. I but everyone sang it to me like my whole life, and I still don't. Oh, all right. Well, that's fine. Get to it, lady. <laughs> um, let's just get into it. Why I'm a sad bitch this week. Um, I'm not like sad. I'm just stressed. Uh, work do be stressful. Uh, just all sorts of logistical things. And uh, I mentioned for a bit how I was like kind of moving slow. Whatever, learning. It's all all forces. All forces go. Uh, it's it's just yeah. Mm. But I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm not trying to complain that's fair i'm also stressed about work not the same kind of stressed about work but stressed about work i am i did apply for some new jobs um including uh what would be an internal transfer and a couple of like external would be new jobs also Hell so yeah. never we'll heard to like apply to things either yeah but but it is is stressful and hard for brain mm-hmm. brain and body because as we've discussed, they do be connected. They do. They do. They do. Mom, why are you sad bitches week? Well, I do have like an underlying sad bitch thing that just keeps going, and that's uh, my husband in love has been dealing with a rare blood cancer. So there's kind of that running <laughs> like uh, underneath, but. Um, I just do everything on top of it with a smile and move forward. Yeah, and it was, uh, I guess we can get into why you're not a sad bitch. It was just your birthday recently. It was you my know? birthday. <laughs> uh, why else are you not a sad bitch? What do, you, do you have anything exciting or fun or interesting going on? Well, this year I kind of got a promotion. I kind of got, basically I'm getting paid to do what I was doing last year in the past few years. Um, but then taking that job on steroids, and I have had a really good past week with that, with training. Uh, although I'm not traveling and training, I'm doing a lot of webinars and getting a lot of great feedback. So that's always exciting. Hell yeah, I'm ready. Promotion, I'm ready. <laughs> um, I'm not a sad bitch this week because my mom is here. We've talked about this like a few weeks on and off of like... Mm-hmm. I've mentioned on the podcast how my mom listens. Uh, I was a little nervous at first, mom, to have you listen to the podcast because it's kind of uh, unfiltered to an extent. There's, it's obviously a, a radio edit version of like unfilteredness, but it's still like you know we get pretty pretty deep into shit. Um, so that was like a little. I was a little nervous about that, but. Once, once I told you about it and you started listening and like we would talk about the podcast or like when I would FaceTime you, you would like tell me your thoughts after listening to the podcast or you would text it to me or one time I was streaming and you called me and you had to sing me the song that Rachel put for her song <laughs> of the week. Yeah, because I just, I, you know, when I listen to it, like I'll pause and send you a text and sometimes you're like, what? Because like I give you no context, right? Because you should be listening to it when I'm listening to it. That's what I think. I think I'm listening to you live, although I know it better. Well, now you and are, so, so you can actually talk to us while it's true. happening. It's true. You're like a uh, context clue. Yeah, you know, I was like, wait, you literally, wait, you sent me the lyrics and I didn't know the lyrics. I was like, huh? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, well, yeah. I thought if I if I surrounded it by uh, a music note that you would get the clue, but it's okay. It's okay. It would it would have been Rachel's clue, not yours. I, I realize that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm also excited because um, I finally 
could put it on Twitter and like some of them are really, really, really close. Like you, you, you guys had ideas of what, what, what was going on. But one of my favorite bands, they're, they're no one online for mostly doing like covers and stuff. Um, and more recently on TikTok, um, they do like a singing it an octave higher for no reason. Um, but I signed Halo Scene to G Fuel, which was like, it seems really random, but oh my God, like, oh, I've, I've been waiting. When when I first got hired, I was told to put together a list and like they were the third name I put on that list. So like I've been doing this. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just cool to like see it happen. And now like actively talking with them about, you know, like the logistics of things and like checking in like, hey, code boosts, like blah, blah, blah. You know, do you feel things? Um, and it's super cool. <laughs> I may or may not have like fangirled for a whole minute when I first got into the video call with them all. Um, Cause... You know it'd be like that <laughs> so that's been uh super exciting <laughs> um i'm not a sad bitch because i have recently gotten back into magic the gathering which should make me a sad bitch but i have been playing magic the gathering arena online which costs me no money unless i decide it does which means it costs me no money because i don't have money to spend on it <laughs> But I still get to play Magic, and it's great because I miss playing Magic the Gathering. So Magic the Gathering is... a card game. Card game, okay. Yes. Is it... Like, what could you compare it to if I don't know what Magic the Gathering is? Um, Do you know... Like, it's like Pokemon cards, but for... uh, Like, a different created world that has some overlap with D&D. Like, some of it is the same. But it's got like vampires and beasts and dragons and like wizards dinosaurs and, stuff. and yeah, it has a little bit of everything. Um, but with all kind of like a fantasy air to it. Um, and it's played a, like a card game, sort of like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. Ooh, and I know like the the like demographic is pretty D and D esque as well. Yes, usually yeah, like people it is. who like D and D also usually like magic. At least that's yeah. what I think it is. Cool. And I first started playing in high school. I had friends that played, so we played it on our lunch. Like we'd bring all our cards and play at lunchtime. And then I got back into it in college. Um, we used to go to like weekly free magic tournaments. And then I lost all of my cards when I moved back down here, so I hadn't really been into it since. But I've been playing with Joe um, like a couple nights a week, and he's gotten me interested again. So I've been playing online when I'm home. I like uh so so you're doing that like Magic the Gathering is that that similar where it's like a meet a weekly thing and play it or is it just kind of like a pick um, it up whatever there's usually like most it's not so much right now during covid but um usually they have like Friday night magic which is like a weekly you pay like $2 and it's a tournament style mm-hmm. um and they have like bigger events and anytime there's a new release they have like pre-release events and like first night events and stuff um obviously a lot of that has gone by the wayside with covid but uh they do like draft games and stuff where you like everyone starts with unopened packs from the new sets and you draft cards and make decks and stuff it's cool i like it um well i mean i I don't have experience like playing or anything but i love things like magic the gathering and like D where it's like a weekly like get together with your friends and just kind of like hang out and do something and it's very similar to my mom used to do monthly bunko mm-hmm. and like it's I, like a game night with your friends <laughs> yes and heck yeah that was awesome i know uh, so when did you start bunko mom and like who did you start it with i just want to i guess I get into that because <laughs> I grew up with you playing Bunko and I would usually accompany you if it was like, you know, a close family friend's house it was hosted at or our house. I think it was like 99 maybe or 2000. Jesus. And I remember when you got to be like a preteen and I was hosting, I remember you had a laptop. So you must have had my laptop or some device and you were sitting in the dining room, like living room uh, chair. We were playing Bunko, which are three tables, uh, 12 people, and you rotate people and tables all night. So it's very fun. And Caitlin just kept like pushing out, I guess it was Facebook, right? So you were posting comments and funny things that like you were just overhearing. Oh, mom's friend just said this, like the most random of things. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's just what your Twitter feed is now pretty much just the (laughs) random things people say or i think exactly so we have a homie quotes chat in courts discord (laughs) 
Oh, wow. So we quickly had to create a group. Remember, Caitlin, you created a group so that we had a place for for all these posts. So then all our families and friends didn't see all these random things we were saying. Yeah, (laughs) because not all of it was like (laughs) very nice. But I, I I love the because I always like looked up to like my mom and her friends because you included right mom you included like sometimes mama would come over uh, grandma would come over sometimes it would be like miscellaneous aunts but it was mostly like your high school friends and sometimes like their friends who then became your friends and like you you kind of yeah, had so like a group. I found out about this game that like. Some people like played with their grandma and their grandma's neighborhood did it. And it started becoming like a popular suburban subdivision kind of thing because basically everybody brings beverages and snacks and that's what you do. And uh, what we what I did is I started with my base friends. So some were high school, some were not. And what was great is, you know, with your friends, it's hard to like catch up with so many people. Well, it was great since I started it. It was all my friends. So I got to catch up with all my friends every month. And then if someone couldn't make it, we'd get a sub. And so if I was hosting, I'd bring, like you said, my mom, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law or whatever. And then as people moved or they couldn't commit because of their kids' schedules, you know, those darn kids, um, (laughs) then we would get more and more subs. So it has shifted. And then some of my friends brought their friends in and then we became friends with them. It's it was fabulous. I did it until I moved to the Burbs. So I did it for fabulous. Oh goodness, almost <laughs> like seventeen years or something like that. That's crazy. I hope you're ready for weekly game nights, Caitlin. Yeah, and all in that's Texas. like, uh, like I said, like I always thought that was like the coolest thing, and I was like, that's it. That's being an adult is like having monthly bunko <laughs> with my friends. So if I can do that like weekly with my friends, especially like the thought of now that I'm like understanding D and D to a better extent and like more involved. Mm-hmm. Like, the thought of having, like, a weekly game night, whether it's D&D or something else, like, that makes me so happy. Oh, God! There will, be the, there will be the board game collection to support it. Yep, 100%. <laughs> I have maybe two games to actually contribute, but it's fine. It's okay. Um, but, like, adult friendships are, are weird. Where uh, I think that's why Rachel and I have remained friends for so long is because like also like you know there was a lot of time in between but i i have uh at least the friends i have now it's like we don't have to talk every day sort of thing i mean if we do then fucking cool um but if not then it's like pick up right where we left off sort of thing mm-hmm. being an adult is wild uh, it is so okay music we'll just do that real quick before we get into the, the other thingies um songs of the week uh, anything Halo scene? Um, I'm listening to it right now. They just did a uh, a collab with Violet Orlandi, who they're also going on tour with, and Lauren Babic. Oh my God, hello! Uh, <laughs> and yeah, th- it's 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 just very good, and I love it. And listen to them on Spotify. Thanks. <laughs> I picked "Float On," which is originally a Modest Mouse song. I love but it, but I but I picked a cover. Um, I picked the feel good version, which is a little bit more like electronic like, like, like dream synthy kind of sounding. Um, it's like a less rock, more mellow version. And I enjoy it. The Modest Mouse version is very good. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I'm interested to see how that one sounds. What about you, mom? What was your song? Well, I'm all about the 80s, um, and, but I don't listen to a lot of music, although I have Spotify. But I do play a lot of music before my training session since there are a bunch of webinars. And something that popped up on my Spotify list for, like, happy work songs that I've been digging is Smile by Uncle Cracker. I think that's a song Nick has on one of his playlists, and that is, like, his favorite song to play when he was driving his old convertible that's like his convertible song mm-hmm. which makes sense hey, do you remember my convertible song um there were a few usually rihanna was uh the shut up and drive was ronnie's favorite <laughs> or so what by pink was probably my favorite <laughs> uh, soak up the sun Cheryl oh Crew. soak up the sun okay that's another good one. i was i was just thinking the ones ron and i liked i guess <laughs> It's acceptable answer. Oh, um, so, okay. We have a few questions from friends and people on Twitter. Court, court put a, put a lot of questions. 
questions. All right, we can rapid fire or we can do like popcorn questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so was it ever scary to you when your kids would spend the night at a friend's house or a relative's house? No, but my kids didn't spend the night at random places. They were close friends and families. Family. Yeah, pretty much. I can't ever think of a time I was really at anyone's house that like, I hadn't known for a good while anyways. I also just yeah, didn't and I get didn't invited. Know. Like, I knew yeah, their I, parents and stuff. I think even into high school, I like mostly wasn't allowed to stay places. Not like not allowed, but like I knew better than to ask to go most places and also didn't personally want to go most places. Yeah. There's a where I, I didn't get didn't invited. Think I would be safe and comfortable. Yeah. I didn't get invited a lot of places, but I also just didn't really have a any I know I would want to like go hang out at the park or go hang out at the mall and there there were some limitations on that stuff. I remember my mm-hmm. parents being like, you're not going to be one of those kids just running around the neighborhood, <laughs> which is a very real thing. But also that probably kept me out of a lot of trouble because <laughs> some some of those people, mom, you know, you know where they're at right now. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are like full fledged adults now, but like at least throughout high school, a lot of the people that I used to hang out with started getting into some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh but, you know, being selective with friendships is uh, probably one of the biggest lessons I learned from my parents. And it's not just like being selective and like, you know, making sure they were like totally great, you know, angelic people, but like people that like treated you nicely. Because if I complained about a friend, it was usually like, OK, well, that doesn't sound like it's worth your time. Um- <laughs> well, I think the one thing that was good to teach as, you know, a parent teaching a kid, but also kind of... um hindered maybe a little bit your expectations was that you know we talked about like loyalty like there were so many people uh, so many of your friends and ron's friends just people your age where they were like oh i got a better offer i'm gonna go do that sorry bye yeah and you guys were like hurt and devastated and it hurt you deeply like who would do that because you guys never would because number one wouldn't be allowed number two that just makes no sense yeah like hey we've had plans for a week but oh someone else hit you up and like you'd rather hang out with them cool i got um dumped and lost my prom date the week of prom my junior year oh so who are we fighting oh no one it it's ultimately was a a win but yeah mama michelle we, i can be there in a few hours just <laughs> that's true you can there's i don't even, even know if that person lives here anymore i don't know anything about where they are anymore well, we can look it up just saying mom there have straight up been <laughs> moments where rachel is like I, i'm close to your mom i i can i can literally just go there <laughs> it's okay, true. i'm not a fighter but i am definitely a researcher and we can just figure things out so i'm saying oh my god same honestly yeah between the two of you the fucking fbi's got nothing on you um i find stuff all the time and send it to caitlin she's like why do you know that i'm like (laughs) what do you mean like of course i know this much about this person that we have talked to on the internet once what of course people say oh i didn't know about this person i just found out i'm like what why do you not know i mean hello it's right there Uh, i I can find anybody it's the googler yeah i can find anybody um Another question from Court. When raising the kids, did you ever have moments of self-doubt? If so, how did you overcome this? Oh, my gosh. Everything was trial and error, (laughs) Um, especially the first, you know, first kid. Like, especially let's just start with, like, baby, right? So you have Caitlin. And her dad and I just figured everything out together. So I would try something, and they'd be like, okay, she's yours. And then he would try something, and he'd pass her back. And then we <laughs> figured it out together. And we had parents that offered, like, oh, I'll come every day. We were like, nope, we got this. So we were kind of dumb, but, you know, we put our muscles out and helped each other and just got through it. But we definitely, definitely had trial and error. So are there any examples you can think of, like, as us being, like, older, maybe, like, teenagers or something, where something just, like, wouldn't... How do I want to word this? I don't know. Just well, as we I, I think older, of one thing yeah. that I think you mean. It's not really a teenager or anything, but, like, when you guys were young and just starting to stay home by yourselves, um, <laughs> there was an incident. Oh, no. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> there was a a wooden corner cabinet that suddenly had some carvings out of it I with, the, with a pair of school scissors. But anyway, 
<laughs> so, um, you know, we had already tried a, a, several things because you guys were so close. I mean, you guys did everything together and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you guys were like little BFFs. But we couldn't get either of you to rat on the other. So <laughs> we kind of just threw it out there, something new. And we we're like, fine, you're grounded from each other. And you guys were like, what? The like, only yeah, thing that everything. worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked so much that we were high-fiving ourselves. We thought we were so cool because we found something that really hit you guys deeply. And you guys were fine on your own from there on. <laughs> I know that. So oh, my gosh. I still you guys would like it. you guys couldn't talk to each other at home. So you you'd come home from school, and then you couldn't like talk to each other. And then we would be having dinner, and one of you, both of you, would tell us about the kid in school who blah 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 blah, which we didn't care about or know about. So that way, the <laughs> other person could hear the story. It was awesome. <laughs> and all we did was we just thought we were so great. He's still my bestie. It's yeah. true. Big parent wins there. Again, stumbled upon it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember at some point there there was a TikTok or maybe it was a Vine or something. I think it was a TikTok that I saw that reminded me of it. But it was like uh, sibling. one sibling was grounded. So the other was like putting food through the crack of the door to give them. And that reminded <laughs> me of that because I'm, I'm pretty sure I passed the note or two through his door during that. I'm sure. And we didn't care. <laughs> we, we told each other, like, oh, if they do and we don't know, yeah, who cares? But if we see it, we have to, you know, correct it. But I don't even remember, like, disobeying that. So, <laughs> um, did you ever? OK, I don't know what this question is, Court. Um, <laughs> did you ever want to leave your kids at the store on purpose because they were misbehaving? <laughs> no, I didn't have that problem. You guys are pretty good. My mom just always threatened to leave the store early if we were misbehaving. No, what she would actually do is threaten to take us to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> she says, oh, do you need to go to the bathroom? Like, no, I don't. It's like, mm, I think you need to go to the bathroom. Um, and I, thankfully, that was not normally a me problem. That was normally a my big sister problem. But, because um, I was a well-behaved child. Um, but she still... Even like with my niece and nephews, like anytime they're getting on her nerves in public, she's like, oh, do we need to go to the bathroom? What does that mean? No. What? For like uh, spanking? She, yeah, she's going to spank us. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what else? Okay, so this question came from, oh, God, I forgot where this question came from. I can't even find the thread. But uh, they ask, uh, how did you feel? Okay, I'm going to preface this question. Because the question is, how'd you feel about Kate moving across the country with a guy she met online? But you you met Nick, and Nick lived in Chicago, or, you know, area, near you with me for, like, a year before we moved to Texas. So I want to first ask you, like, what you thought when I said that I was in a long-distance relationship? Well, I just wanted to know all the details. I yeah, mean, you like, can't go to someone's mom? house and spend mom? the night, and I don't know him, but now... <laughs> <laughs> but now you're going to like, you know, you're dating someone across the country. I wanted details. In fact, I still have the picture that you sent me of his driver's license. Yeah, because I, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> he looked so stupid in that license. I don't care. I wanted details. I wanted the driver's <laughs> license. But as far as, um, you know, him coming to Chicago. So that was an easy adjustment. But you moving, take Nick out of it because Nick is great. Um, it was horrible. <laughs> and it took me forever to adjust. And I'm still trying to adjust, to tell you the truth. But it's okay. That's okay. That, that I just wish it was drivable. I'll be, it, it is. <laughs> it's only like it is. 18 hours for you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> But you can, like, yeah. meet Rachel and then go down together, and then it's only 14 from there. It's true. <laughs> oh Although, you've only got, like, five months to capitalize on that deal, because I will also soon be in Texas. <laughs> but then you have even I more of an that... incentive when you do come down here. True. <laughs> yeah. I just need a little life change here, and then uh, I'll be flying. Oh, 100%. For sure. And that's the thing, too, is, like, I moved, and then the world shut down. I think if COVID wasn't what it was like if if i could have you know started traveling pretty much immediately i would have been home much sooner than god when did i first go back to chicago i think it was like a year or so yeah it was july 
moved in January. Yeah. Than that, but it was July that year. But you know, I, I would have been there plenty of times, and I would have like worked there for an, for a week here and there. But with Keith being sick, I just needed to wait. So that will happen. The stars have not quite aligned, but uh, thank goodness for like FaceTime, especially, and just like internet in general, especially for sure. Like obviously, I miss miss the crap out of you, but like. There are four main people who, like, I I think about and sometimes cry about when I'm out. You, Ronnie, and then my mom and papa. Like, when I think about home, those are the people that are, like, home. And and dad. I, I miss him and love him, like, genuinely. But, like, the, the connection is not as strong as it is with, like, you and Ronnie. Um, so it's, like, I don't know. If it wasn't for FaceTime and stuff, I don't know how, how I could have been even remotely okay. Yeah, and I just think like, oh my gosh, what if something were to happen, like a hurricane or something, and you've got two dogs and two cats, like you're gonna seriously be displaced. So that's a mom's worry. But as far <laughs> as you going, I mean, I just wish it were like a drivable distance to where I can go for a weekend or I can go for you know a week and just you know whatever. But I, I'm getting there. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, I thought about the same thing. Like when Baron passed away, I couldn't just like pick up and you know come back and you know be with family so i've thought right. about that shit oh te- hashtag texas freeze is trending on twitter i don't love that um <laughs> sheesh let me find this thread there were a few more questions uh bailey i think you had one about where's the scroll oh um she had some in podcast chat too i think can you still not taste cilantro and how sad are you that you can't can it do you want to dig deep yep. in okay words so it's it's strange i don't have what many people have which means no taste no smell i have a taste distortion which is something called per perosmia which means that many 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 things smell like rotting garbage carcass in the sun nastiness which means they taste that way so some things are okay, um, and some things are disgusting, and some things are a hybrid. And cilantro is in the hybrid, so I cannot, am not smelling or tasting that. And that includes cleaning products. I had to change my shampoo and conditioner. So I just went to the store and sniffed a bunch of bottles till I found something that was doable. <laughs> I know, that's trial and error. It's uh. disgusting. Yeah, which, <laughs> not that this is a funny thing, but, like, visualizing you doing this is what you were at, like, a Panera or something. You're like, can I try some of the soups, please, before I order I one? I did, and I'm like, uh, I have a problem. I had COVID, never knew it, and um, now I'm stuck with this thing. Can I taste some of your soups so I can order? I could have just stopped <laughs> it. Um, I have a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, a question from Sensei Blades on Twitter. He says, what was your main focus after your kids left? Which, oh, I hate saying that we left because I moved to Texas and then shortly after Ronnie moved to Florida. Yeah. And that all happened January and then COVID hit and then Keith got sick. It all happened, um, in March. So, you know, it, I guess if I go back to like even before they left when I was very empty nester, it was very weird. Um, and I guess a progression has happened. So as they they got more busy, like in high school and as they started college and Caitlin wasn't even home because she was away at school for a while. And so I got a little used to it and hated it and started watching Gilmore Girls because it reminded <laughs> me of her. You know, so I had those little connections and I FaceTime all the time. Like all Caitlin time. and I probably daily, you know, every once in a while we'll skip our day or two. Um, but that's how I survive. And then same thing with my son. Um, he and I FaceTime, not as frequent, but we do. And by the way, I really love that. I think he started it or you and he started it where we don't call each other. It's always a FaceTime. It's always FaceTime. It's gotten to that point with mom, mom, papa too. If I call them without FaceTime, they're like, what? why no video? <laughs> I know. Where's the FaceTime? Oh, I'm sorry. I just like wasn't looking that great. But here, I'll call you. <laughs> I also yeah. usually call Caitlin with FaceTime. Yeah, because like, why not? Although it's usually just my forehead if it's like not my mom or grandparents. 
Like with Ronnie, he calls me at like stupid times, usually when he's like back from, you know, practice or the gym and it's like super late at night. And yeah, it's like, Ronnie, I'm in bed. Here's my forehead. What do you need? <laughs> and then we chat for a bit. <laughs> I often get the dogs first. Yeah, because otherwise you go, show, show me show me the babies. <laughs> in fact, Keith said to me today, he goes, I haven't. Oh, because I was trying to show him something in my um, feed of me and you. Uh, it was a picture. And he goes, oh, it's been a long time since I've actually seen Caitlin. Because I was like, <laughs> another, another dog, another dog, both dogs. To be fair, I don't take pictures as often as i used to and then i didn't even take a picture <gasps> mom speaking of pictures of me okay you are possibly the only person on this planet who can help me with this oh no <laughs> rachel and i have well now we have like one or two pictures together because she was just here but prior to her being here for christmas we have one picture somewhere in this world of us at college together and i know you took it because you forced us to take it do you i know? don't recall it but i i do have pictures from our trips there and um so if i took it i have it it's yeah you probably do and we've talked I'll about look. this damn photo and i was like <laughs> i don't know it's it's i told everybody in Texas, they weren't allowed to take pictures of Caitlin and I together because I liked <laughs> the mystery of never having pictures together. Yeah, we're mysteriously mm. the same person, don't you know? <laughs> That's what Keith and I say, my husband. We're, we we joke, and it's probably true, that we are one smart human. Like, it takes both of us often to get to a certain point of, like, an answer or, a, you know, a result. But it takes us both to get to it. So we're <laughs> one smart person. I feel that that's when Eric and I try to, I, one of us plays a video game with the other one helping is usually how it goes. No, you guys are the same person. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Good partner. I'll take or, that. Uh, just like our group of friends in general, we call ourselves kind of like the collective brain cell because usually we'll kind of be on the same page with things. Sometimes say, finish each other's sentences. Or if someone's just acting a little extra stupid, we say someone's hogging the brain cell and like not yeah. sharing. <laughs> I like that. I'll use that on him. <laughs> but I can't think. Brain cell at work. Give me my brain power back. <laughs> yeah, give it back. I need it, please. Um, let's see. Were there any other? Oh, okay. Since I also asked an interesting question, uh, what made you hate parenting the most? It's very aggressive, but maybe there's something you like disliked. You know, I always joked about it, but there's always like a little underlined thing to it. It's like, ugh, damn kids. Just because <laughs> I suck up every single moment of your time. So, you know, um, I had kids young, which I really appreciate now that, you know, I'm able to enjoy them as adults. But at the time, I had friends who weren't having kids yet. And so they were off doing a bunch of things. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. But I got my bunko once a month. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just make it work. So, yeah, I, definitely having kids drag down your time. But it's it's a very different pleasure that uh, can't be measured. So Aww. I love it. I love them. Um, okay. Probably a TMI, but like it's really nothing that we probably haven't visited before. Um, so Court <laughs> asked, she said, Kate, this might be TMI if you, but if you feel comfy enough to ask, it's on you. Did you oh, poop no. when you had either of your kids? Because my mom said she didn't poop on me, but I like to think otherwise for argument's sake. You know, I've heard about that, but I did not poop. But I do know that they will, they don't want you to eat either. So I went into labor, and then I was in labor forever, and they don't want you to eat. And that's Kaylin, have I told you about how my sister thought she was pooping and instead had a baby? What? That's what she did with Rosario. Um, she, like, kept getting up to go to the bathroom, and she, like, peed a couple of times, but, like, the nurse kept taking her because she was, like, restless in bed. And the last time she had gotten up, she went and she like tried to tried to poop and couldn't. Um, turns out she was actually just pushing um, and had Rosario as she was getting back into the bed. And like his dad had to catch him, so he didn't oh the floor <laughs> because she had pushed, not realizing trying to go to the bathroom. Jeez. <laughs> I, I know when Caitlin baby. was born, um, shortly after she was born, I had to go to the bathroom and then I got lightheaded and Bob was holding Caitlin and they called in, you know, the nurse and all this stuff. And Bob said, I, I got the baby. I mean, he was so infatuated with her and her 
fingers and her toes. He was like in love, instant love. You could not move him from her. And he's like, yeah, you got to help her because I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) And there, so there's also a story. I still have the little skates stuffed animal, I believe in a, in a box or a bag or a suitcase or something. Um, But like most of our family was at a hockey game while you were in labor. Yeah, so we shared four seats at the Chicago Wolves, um, and it was a big, big deal uh, at the time because the NHL went on strike. There was, like, all these things, and that was, like, hockey that year. And so we had these tickets, and family was there. So there's like, you know, your grandparents and an aunt and an uncle, and they had the seats. And I went into labor, and we didn't tell them I went into labor, and then you were born so your dad's like well how this is like before everybody had cell phones so he contacted the andy frayne company which are the ushers there's a company that actually does all the ushers for like theaters and stuff and said these are my seats he named like the section and whatever can you please tell people in these four seats that we just had a baby and we're at this hospital. So they went down and told the family. And they're like, what? Because well, this and is like so before like cell phones and everything, right? Yeah. And they brought um, a stuffed little skates, which is the uh, mascot's name, a wolf, and brought it to the hospital. Because that was back in the day where you're like, ah, oh, germs, no big deal. Everybody touch my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your dad, okay, I think. Um Okay, another... You're allergic to the cold. What do you mean? (laughs) Dude, everything hurts. It's fine. I was told I was going to grow out of that shit. Uh, No such luck. Doesn't doesn't seem to be the case. Nope. Uh, Another (laughs) very important question from Court. She just has so many pressing questions. Um, She might as well just be here. Um, (laughs) She says, will you come to Canada to meet my mother? Because my mother is obsessed with Kate and wants to meet her and actually yelled at me on the phone because she wasn't going to meet Kate. So I think you'd get along pretty well. (laughs) So I forget where where Courtney is. Is she Edmonton? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've been to Edmonton. I know. That's why you know the name of it. (laughs) But I I responded to her saying, well, she used to go to Canada to train uh, for her company all the time. So... I don't know. Yeah, like, that's what you were doing when we were in college, I think, was you were up in Canada a bunch. Courtney probably knows my company. Not a, p- a lot of people in the U.S. know, but it's Avison Young. It's a big corporate real estate company, and they're huge in Canada. And what I know about Edmonton is it's very north and very cool. So, yeah. She... I go back, Courtney. Oh. I'm going in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> She hates when people call her by her full first name, but, like, I feel like it's okay if you do. <laughs> oh, sorry. Unless it's Courtney with a K, and then it's okay. Oh, yeah, Courtney with a K is her Kardashian voice. It's very unique. <laughs> um, cool. Oh, oh, you're Caitlin, Kate, Katie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, Christian, who, by the way, he's a friend from high school. Uh, we were besties in French class. Um, he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, asks, he told me not to say wee oui, wee. Oui. You, you broke me of that. I know because apparently it's offensive. Anyway, oui. uh, yeah, wee. Oui. Um, Anna or Elsa? Uh, Elsa. Okay. Any particular reason why? Okay, can I just say why? Sure. Because I've only seen it once, and I have no idea. I just picked one. <laughs> A good reason. Yeah. Sorry. It's a totally valid don't judge reason. Me. Judge me for not watching it. Don't judge me for not for, for picking the right or wrong one. You've seen Encanto though, so it's okay. Encanto's so good. So good. Um, okay, I guess one last question, at least, uh, from the Twitters is so I when I got my job with G Fuel, I had to explain to you quite a bit like what it was and what I was doing because you were like, wait, so what do you do again? <laughs> So I think you have a pretty good grasp on like what I do. Hopefully, maybe. I don't know. Um, but uh, Creamy Boy asks, what do you think of Kate being a partnership manager at a very successful company? I love that Caitlin is working in a position in a company that she loves hey. because we spend too much time at work to be miserable. So we might as well be somewhere where we're excited and can be challenged. And if you get into a position where you've been there too long or whatever you look for something else if you love that company and see where you can shift your current talent and your skills to be good for that position and that position because 
you know, sometimes it's great doing the same thing forever, but it, you have to be challenged and love what you're doing because too much, too much of our life is sucked up in work. Yeah, I cannot be one of those people that does the same thing every day. Like, I kind of, I enjoy learning. If I'm not actively learning new things, I, like, lose interest. I think that's apparent in the video games that I play. Uh, <laughs> like, if I get comfortable with a video game, I just, like, don't want to play it anymore. Um, but if I'm learning it, then it's still lots of fun and I play it all the time. Here. Um, so I got to teach you more champions in League. Honestly, that's why I was enjoying League is because I was actively learning how to play a new lane, how to play a new character. Um, I want to keep playing, but like the, the hour long commitment, it hurts. It is. Yeah. But uh, cool, cool, cool. Mom, do you think so? How weird is it? I guess from your perspective, um, I talk about this every now and then where like I Ronnie and I, it's not that we weren't like allowed to play video games, but you and dad were pretty much anti video game until like Ron got his PSP. I had a DS. And even then it was still like, eh, go outside. We were outside kids. So how weird is it to like have me working in like the gaming space where it was totally foreign when I was younger? Most of these people have been into this since like the Nintendo 64 and all that. Uh well, I'm not worried anymore. I mean, I was worried <laughs> when you had anymore. chunks of time where you didn't want to move. I mean, that's worrisome, right? Yeah, I remember uh, being in the basement of of the house, and you were like, uh, "You haven't moved from your computer. Come hang out with us for a little bit." <laughs> yeah, because you know, I, I'm not going to say that I've always been close with both my kids their whole lives, but I do think we've been close. I mean, obviously, I'm not. I'm not crazy. I'm still a mom, right? I'm not, I'm not anybody's best friend when you're a child. And I don't want to be your friend when you're a child. But I like the companionship. I like the engagement. I like knowing what's going on and where I can help or guide or just hang out and entertain, right? Mm -hmm. um, you have kids so they can help you do chores and have fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I was missing all of that, right? So I definitely <laughs> didn't want my kids not to be... I didn't want... I wanted to be part of their lives and then part of my lives and then separate and do stuff that I'm not into and they're not into. Yeah. So I like a mix. So well, the fact that you're doing it and that you got so consumed, I was scared and it drove me crazy, but you've made it a career and you're doing things with it and it's more than just that and i love that you're doing things outside of that like your candles i love it yeah and to kind of bring it back to the fact of like not doing something you're totally out of where like we have the podcast and i love that you you enjoy listening to it i didn't think you would to be honest uh <laughs> <laughs> and I know I've posted some of my like social media stuff like on Facebook, but it's also like I'm kind of hesitant because not everybody on Facebook gets it sort of thing. Um, but I like when when family and especially like you or mom and papa comment on something and like mom and papa, I even had to kind of explain my job a few times and I know they still don't 100% like get it, but they're so supportive. They're like, good job. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Absolutely. I mean, you and I are blessed that way. So I, I appreciate uh, you and Ron's. So I appreciate those, you know, that came after me and those that came before me. So I'm very blessed that way. Your parents are kind of cool. Mm. They are. They, they handed that down a few generations. Might have skipped one. I don't know. Um, just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, okay. So one last question just from me. So I remember... Um, specifically with like a few of my friends at the time when I was younger, um, some of them maybe had relationships with their parents where it was like more of like a friendship rather than like a parent and a child. Um, and I remember you specifically being like, no, 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 like I'm not your best friend. I'm your mom. Yep. Like, and, and that's just like how it is. So how has that kind of changed as Ronnie and I have gotten older and like how you feel about that? Oh, it's definitely different. I definitely didn't want to be a friend because friends can't let friends down, right? Because you're there to support them no matter what. And that's different when you have someone that you're trying to raise and show and, and I don't know, direct, right? You can't really do that in, in a friend. So I didn't like that. But um, I, I think I'm kind of surprised that it's morphed as much as it has 
to, I guess I'm surprised that you and I have so many things in common, although we don't have as many things in common, because it's just our core foundation, I think. Yeah. So I enjoy it. And, you know, just like my parents that I appreciate that maybe I didn't appreciate as much my whole life, you know, everyone goes through their phases. And then you understand your parents a little better and you accept people for who they are. And so there's things that I've grown there. And I don't know, I, I just appreciate our relationship and how you can relate. And I think that's just based on a foundation that we had, although we weren't friends growing up. You're growing up. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I love it. I want some more <laughs> I of want it. More of it. <laughs> um that's kind of, Rachel, did you have any like questions or anything you want to know? Any any juiciness? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Even then, like uh it's pretty <laughs> open if you wanted to know anything, you probably would know it already. Yeah. Um, do any of the friends listening have any pressing questions for for my for my mom? Oh yeah, mom, did I tell you Bailey? So she put it here in the chat saying that um so when she had COVID, she didn't have her taste or smell, but she could still taste her papa's gumbo. Interesting. Yeah, that was like the only thing. Cosmic wow. brownie question. Um she probably ate a lot of gumbo. Probably. Uh cosmic brownie question. Okay, so w we didn't really like my brother and like my parents didn't really pack our lunches they i know my like mom you did for like a period and then like ronnie my little brother two years younger when he started uh wanting lunches made and stuff for school like he would sometimes pack lunch for me because he, he just liked doing it but from like a pretty young age we were packing our own lunches i think yeah for sure when ron started kindergarten this so spongebob really lunchbox <laughs> spongebob lunchbox and he wanted to pack his own lunchbox and I was like, what? And then I was like, fine. Now you both <laughs> and have then, to. <laughs> and then we would pack Caitlin's and she would complain. <laughs> and I would be like, Caitlin, do it yourself. And she's like, but I don't want to. <laughs> so he was a morning person and Caitlin and I were not morning people. Nope. He even did that sometimes uh, when we were like, because we went to the same grade school, so we would walk to school together. We would leave school together. Although once we got a little older, if we had like extracurricular things, so it got a little weird with schedules. But like we would see each other in the hallways. We would see each other sometimes at lunch, like if our schedules synced up with lunchtime. Um, so I remember sometimes like if he had something special going on, I remember packing his lunch a few times and like leaving him a cute little note, and he'd be embarrassed in front of his friends. Um, cause yeah. you know, you make fun of little boys who their moms still write them notes, but JK, <laughs> it's his older sister and she's really cool. Just kidding. I was not yeah, I cool. I packed a few lunches. I did a few things, but really I was a grab some cereal, some pop tart, let's mm -hmm. go. Yeah. There were but a few then, times you would pack things. Like if it was a special day, yeah. you'd be like, here you go. And you would, the little like receipt paper we had in the kitchen, you would write a cute little note. Okay. And then the when best. I got home from work, we would make some dinner sit down together and have dinner i mean we i was more the evening person and um we'd hang out together and check your work check your homework yeah there was what also was your, what was your favorite <laughs> um chicken and mushed up rice always uh yeah, it's like oh how what what was uh today what happened today and you would usually have something that happened today and ryan be like nothing what was and your favorite time favorite <laughs> unchanged he's still the same kid he still enjoys his gym classes and eating food but there were mom I, I mean i'm sure you know about this by now but like ronnie and i we'd come home from school we'd have maybe like an hour hour and a half sometimes a little longer depending until like you came home from work because you worked like normal like uh business hours and then dad would sometimes pop in early depending but you guys usually were not home for like a, a tiny window of time it's either right. a when we got into some sort of trouble or b when we would we would turn on like pbs 11 on the little like kitchen tv and we would just eat like pop tarts and like hang out and then we would start our homework like just in time for one of you to like get home you know anyways <laughs> i know what you guys did that you was have, our you guys have admitted it where it's like mom this is our hangout time. I'm like, all right, it's just us. We're going to watch uh, Fetch with Ruff Ruffman and eat some Pop-Tarts. And we'd pull up the chairs to the counter and watch TV. <laughs> and it's like, Mom's home. Run, hurry. Um, Get a book. 
our friend Matt in the chat, he asks a question and I'm going to preface this with saying that he has a young son. Uh, I forget how old little dude is. He has at least like, oh, he's two. Yeah, like he's two-ish. Like, he's like yeah. more than one, less than five. Cool. Two. <laughs> um, so he asks, was there ever a time you felt like you weren't enough for your child? Oh, absolutely. I always wanted to be more. But um, you got what you got and you get better. Hell yeah. <laughs> and hopefully they survive. <laughs> I mean, so far, so good. I sometimes I, I specifically remember both you and dad being like, yeah, Caitlin is like, you know, she's going to you know, kind of hang out here forever. She's not our worry. Ron's our worry. He's going to end up moving far away. He's going to end up like in a fraternity or something, which he didn't. But I mean, sports is kind of the same thing. Um, so like I am vastly uh different. I I think I surprised both my parents when I moved. They were both like, "Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely." I don't like, think you? my mom has accepted yet that I am actually leaving this time. It took my I don't know. So I planted the seed, mom. I remember being like, "Yeah, I think we're looking at houses in Texas," and you were like, "Texas?" And Arkansas was also on the table at the time. Uh, and you yeah, were like, "Not okay." Yeah, you were like, "Not okay with it." And I was like, well, like, you know, talked to, but I planted the seed early. So when it came time to like, you know, the, the time of moving and like actually locking things down, you were kind of more okay with it. Well, and that's, I told my mom, like between, like, I think I told her for sure that it was happening between like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So like a couple months ago, but I mentioned something again when I got back from Texas and she was like, oh, that's happening. I'm like, yes you knew <laughs> you already knew and like even then i had mentioned moving when my lease is up anyway originally obviously to colorado but now to texas um and like yes that was already the plan and she's known that's okay i'm stealing you away i'm just True. uh f finessing all my friends into living closer to me <laughs> that's fine i can't finesse my brother so you know, I'm still trying to get him to visit. And he's like, eh, I don't know. He's, so, he's always so busy. Not, don't be busy, sir. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're, let's do our little closing questions. Okay. Um, this is, well, Tweb was already kind of shouted out in the beginning, but hi, Tweb. Um, shout out Madison. I don't know if you're listening, but hi. I hope school's going great. Um, Glad you don't have COVID anymore. Yeah. Oh, goodness um okay first question what would you do in life if you knew you couldn't fail i would probably tr if i couldn't fail and it was possible to do all by myself or like there was no possibility of failure like with people that i include i would 100 percent just buy buy a cul-de-sac and have all my friends live in it so we can live in a sack together <laughs> <laughs> It's the collective sack instead of the collective brain cell, mom. Oh, goodness. <laughs> our, friend Nugs, our friend Nugs created the, yeah. created the idea. TM. Collective sack TM. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, kind of same. Like, ideally, like, I know there is a chance of failure, but it's a relatively low one. I am in the process of working on doing all of the things that I want to do right now as far as, like, moving in lifestyle and relationships and stuff hell yeah that's all you can do sometimes dude yeah what about you mom what, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail just full send learn a language Ooh, wait i kind of want to change my answer shit <laughs> what language? languages what what would like your top languages you want to learn be well because of work right now i would do french really Oh, Canada? Canada. Yes. Oh, Canada. <laughs> For those French Canadians, I would do that. So that would be my first language then, Spanish. I so wish I would have done Spanish because, especially down here in Texas, but like just in general, there are so many people who speak Spanish and I know I'm really excited nothing. to start using my Spanish again when I move to Texas. No, you're like, like having you reasons totally to use it. Communicate too. It'll take me a little while to get back to like conversational but yeah i should be able to i've retained enough of it conversational that was the word i wanted to use but didn't know it so i was like okay, yeah you. you can do it <laughs> um okay yep. and then what's one favorite thing that you do by yourself for me it's my uh my time where i take a hot bath 
because I also just kind of like sit there for too long. Scroll TikTok. That's my me time. <laughs> You're going to drop your phone. Nick is so scared of that. Or sometimes I'll put my phone like on the edge of the bathtub where there's like a corner and it's got like, you know, more room. Um, sometimes Dorcas comes over and like sits there. So he, and he's prone to just tossing things off of counters. So you never know. No, him. not Dorcas. <laughs> he does it all the time. Then he screams like I did something. Or Cooper will come by and kind of boop it with his nose. And Nick is like, your phone's going to fall. I'm like, no, it's not. So until it does. Until it does, it won't. Uh, I have dropped a phone in a toilet before, so it does happen. Me too. I remember doing that on Christmas one time. It was like a old did it flip in high phone. School. Yeah, yeah, mine was also a flip phone. Straight in the toilet. Oh, I don't remember oh. how that happened. Mine fell out of a pants pocket, like out of the pants pocket into the toilet. I remember the days of putting my like little flip phone like in my butt pocket. Mm-hmm. That's my but mom- back in the day, you could put them in rice and they would recover. Yeah, now you can't do that. But I remember... Uh, I don't know if you do it anymore. Do you put your phone like in your butt pocket still? Often, but not always. When her phone would ring, she goes, oh, my butt's ringing. I do if I wear like <laughs> jeans. jeans. But I don't wear jeans very often. I mostly wear jeans. Mom, what I is... just don't. I wear scrubs to work, so. Oh, that's true. Basically pajamas. I mean, same. Yeah. I don't have to put on a bra unless I'm like, you don't have to do video <laughs> meetings. Um. Yeah, what's just change thing? your angle of the camera? <laughs> I'm already a shoulders up streamer. Might as well do the same for <laughs> video conferences. Um, but what's one favorite thing you do by yourself? Oh, me? Sure. Oh, uh, watch reality TV. Just total <laughs> junk TV. Well, I do that with Caitlin. Yes! So I don't do that by myself. <laughs> yeah, I, my mom is the reason I love these stupid <laughs> reality TV shows. Like Rock of Love was probably one of my favorite ones because it was so it was edgy. Good. It was good. It was a or good one. Bold and Beautiful was fun to watch. It's not reality, but it might as well be because everybody's <laughs> fucking everybody. Well, that's reality, Caitlin. Reality TV. <laughs> I don't know if if uh, everybody doing everybody's reality, but anyway. <laughs> now I uh, watch reality shows with Rachel Court, and sometimes we uh, ring our friend Patty into it. Anybody else who wants to, we can kind of just sucker <laughs> them into it. All right, we're watching this too. Like when uh, everybody was here, no, it was just Court and Rachel because everybody else. Yeah, left it was already. after everyone else had left. We watched what like an entire season of America's Next Top Model. Yeah, and it was so juicy <laughs> and stupid. Oh my god. The things that they made those girls do. And men. Oh, that yeah. one was the season. Oh, that was the first they... season of short yeah. people when there was really only one person under like six foot. Crazy. Yep. It's true. <laughs> you are a token was... short girl. Thank you very much. Oh, Sexy was... Beasts too. That show is terrible. And there's a new season of Mom, the the one on Netflix. Um, uh, uh, Love is Blind. The Circle. The, the Circle is really good. Oh, my God. I got my mom to watch a circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fantastic right mom it's great Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. have you watched love is blind yet no it's like they put these people in pods and you know it's just their voices if you're attracted to and you kind of like blind date around and then you choose who you propose to and then you meet after you propose and then decide after meeting for the first time if you're actually going to go through with with getting married and some of them did most of them didn't and there's a lot of juicy drama so the first season's on <laughs> Netflix the second season is coming soon if you just need some bullshit reality TV mom like it's so good it's so I'm frustrating in. too i'm in <laughs> my favorite is married at first sight it's a similar similar concept pretty much Oh, God, I haven't even seen that, though. I've seen the videos, though, of, like, people kissing for the first time. Ugh. Well, first meet, kisses are like, always awkward. They're never yeah, not. They in, a, in their bridal, you know, like, in your gown coming down the aisle. Like, that's oh, crazy. that's crazy. But you think about it. Think about arranged marriages, right? It's been happening forever. I prefer, I prefer not to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we ignore that concept completely. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um. Well, that... <laughs> Rachel I can explain it a later. I, I can explain it a later date, but I prefer not to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel, what's your one favorite thing that you do by yourself? Um, probably internet deep dives. Oh God, yeah, you're better off um, doing like, that yourself. You can a- tell me about aliens it later. <laughs> and cryptids, and yeah, and then I and then I organize all my information into cohesive thoughts and pass it along to somebody else. Of like yeah. researching like weird historical things or occult things or, or what was just the, weird your things. light reading for the, for ending your night. 
Oh, uh, flying saucers to the center of your mind. It's a collection. It's a collection of writings by John Keel. Um, that stuff would creep me out too much. About aliens and the men uh-huh. in black and mm-hmm. euphonauts and the CIA cover up. Archive, archive eighty one. Eric and I were just talking about it. We're gonna try to watch it together. Do you watch that, Mom? Yeah, there was. I told Ronnie because that's totally a Mom and Ronnie show. Yeah, and. <laughs> There was one episode that I was like, oh, now it's getting boring. And then, boom, I was back. Yeah, like one of my comfort shows to rewatch regularly is The X-Files. Oh, me too. We so, be- it's, yeah, I like weird you things. watch like the Twilight Zone and everything. That stuff was mm-hmm. a little too, too much for me. Although I love creepy stuff, I just like ignoring the actual creepy. I love creepy, like Halloween creepy, but not like existential crisis creepy. (laughs) Yeah, like real life creepy is way too much for me. Anyway, um, that's wow. It's already been an hour. Okay, um, any 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 closing thoughts, Madre? No, but thank you for having me as your guest today. Thanks for all the questions. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll have to sucker you into doing another one because uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And then hopefully everybody else did too. And if not, too bad. It's my mom. We could always too do bad. like a, we could always do like the questions you don't want to ask your own parents thing <gasps> of like for people that don't necessarily have parents they can ask questions of. Um, that could be Of a fun. like, even just stuff of like, what's the best way to clean your sink? Like, I'll ask Bailey that question because that's Bailey's job. But, (laughs) (laughs) but like that kind of stuff of like things that your parents didn't teach you that you could ask a parent about. Hell yeah. There you go. Let's do it. I'll I'll pencil you in (laughs) uh, in, for like a month and a half away. Gotcha. Um, All righty. Sounds good. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Love you. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, and I'm usually the the in between man of like Rachel says hi, my mom says hi, so it's <laughs> nice to have you both in one spot where you can say hi to each True. other. <laughs> hi. hi. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Sad Bitch Club podcast. Don't forget you can listen to our playlist if you look up Sad Bitch Club vibes on Spotify of all the songs that are guests and we recommend every week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.